Hi everybody, this is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary. Day 49. It's now been 16 weeks, two days, since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. And today's weight report is I'm still at 208 pounds. That means I'm down 17 pounds from when I started this experiment almost four months ago. And in the past, I might have been a little bit discouraged. I'm actually up a pound from last week, but that's not surprising because on Memorial Day, Mark and I went out with our fake son, Steve, and enjoyed margaritas and chips at the same restaurant where we went with brave companion, Sandy. And Sandy, I have to tell you, I had just a little bit bigger margarita this time than I did last time. So I think that contributed to me having maybe just a few more chips and salty foods than I did last time with you. But overall, we had a wonderful time with my fake son and, you know, I'm really not going to stress it because for having a couple of weeks of a bad back and limited exercise, being down 17 pounds in, in four months is much, much better than gaining 17 pounds in four months, which is just about exactly the rate that I was going before I began Compulsive Overeating Diary. When we come back from listening to our inspirational snippet of I'm Letting Go by Josh Woodward, I'm going to have shout outs to my Facebook supporters. I'm going to read a comment from Jody on day 47 about people pleasing. I got a surprising note from Alva in France about daily adventure tales, and we're going to try once more Stephanie's secret topic. And after that, if there's any time, I've been thinking today all about surprises. Are they good for celebration? Are they good for disaster? We'll see. I'm recording today from a new Zen spot in the back part of my local park. So this was surprising to me to find this area. I texted a photo of it and told my husband Mark where I'm at just in case anything should happen or my bag should go out. But it's really kind of cool to find some place new. So brave companions, listen to Josh, think about what you're gonna let go and I'll be right back. But I'm letting go, I'm letting go, it's a history that never really grows, I'm letting go, I'm letting go, it's a silent wind that never So brave companions, when you listen to Josh, do you think about what you're going to let go? That's what I do. And today, I think like yesterday, I'm going to let go of the feeling that surprises are usually a bad thing. Like many people that have perfectionistic control issue streaks running through their DNA, Surprises can be a two-edged sword. Like part of me really wishes I could have like a surprise party and there would be many people there to celebrate something about my life, a milestone or something. But the controlling part of me would die because what if I didn't wear an outfit that was flattering? What if my hair wasn't done? <laughs> what if I had eaten too much and, and this party was now going to overrun my calories with worry? So you know, it would be really, really good for me to start encountering life's surprises as a positive chance for adventure. Now, I did that a little bit yesterday, and my aim is to continue on with that 
today. So before we get into Stephanie's secret topic, which goes right into my surprises, I want to give some shout outs. First shout out is to Stephanie herself, one for hanging in there with me kiddo and for continuing on because I think this is going to be a really cool feature. And two, I want to welcome Stephanie to our Spark People team. We're now up to 12 members and everybody's welcome. If you want to count calories, you can at Spark People. If you don't, you're still welcome to join our team and just post on the forums and say hello and so forth. Next up, I got an email on my Daily Adventure Tales email account, which I hardly ever do since I stopped production on Daily Adventure Tales a few months ago. And anyway, I thought this was pretty cool. So I wanted to read this to you, my brave companions. This is from Alva in France. Hey, Lori, found your blog while looking for stuff for my English language students to listen to. I love the speed of your delivery and the simplicity of your approach and the tone and the way you circle around lots. So I'll get them to listen here in France. Thanks from Alva. Well, what do you think about that? Here I am, somebody who is super concerned about the way I was speaking after my bicycle accident and used Daily Adventure Tales as a way to practice. And this is a lady who's teaching people English who thinks this podcast, or not this one, but that one is worth it for the French-speaking students to practice their English. So that kind of goes with Stephanie from Quebec and the way the synchronicity is going. So I wrote back to Alva and told her I was really pleased with that, but gave her a warning that I am not very careful with my grammar. So I thought that was a cool surprise today. Next up, I wanted to read to you a comment that Jody left on day 47, which was all about the people-pleasing, and I thought she brings up a really interesting point about being a role model. Love this episode. I have been a people-pleaser all my life, and I'm breaking out of it since I've seen my kids do the same things as me, not wanting to disappoint someone, so they say yes. Great job of doing things your way. Now just always stand up for yourself and feel good about your decision. It gets easier each time you do it. So, Jody, thank you so much for commenting that way because, you know, I think a lot of us that have eating issues may think about how we impact our families, especially those of you with kids or grandkids. Like, are we showing them an unusual uh, obsession with chips? As if I had kids, they probably would have grown up thinking chips were heaven on earth, right? We think about what we're role modeling with our food preference, but as I've been discovering through this podcast show experiment, my whole demeanor and behavior and the way I approach life super impacts how I deal in a healthy way or a non-healthy way. And the people-pleasing, I think we can agree, is not really a very healthy way for us to be. And it can lead to eating issues or other issues or just a general unhappiness and a little hole in your soul kind of thing, right? So I think that's really cool that Jody says, I'm going to change this thing I see about myself because I want my kids to see something different, something better. And that's very inspiring to me because you never know who you're impacting by what you do. When I was a teacher, how I behaved definitely impacted my students for good or for evil, both ways. Those little kids are like sponges. So hopefully that, you know, I did good mostly, but because we're all human beings, we're all going to, you know, have good days, bad days, in between days. But 
it would be even more motivation to me, I think, to try and think about what's going on with me if I was a teacher still and if the kids were looking to me. So bravo to you, Jody, and thanks very much for that point. I think it's really interesting. And if you guys want to reply to Jody, you can check the link on today, day 49, or you can go back to the link that I'll put to day 47. Last up for shout outs today, I wanted to give a little kudos to the brave companions who are starting to really be active and participate with me on Facebook. I'm going to be honest with you, I set up the Facebook page for Compulsive Overeating Diary because basically everyone said, that's what you need to do. And I thought, okay, when I put my episodes on, I'll put it on Facebook and, and that'll be cool. But really, Facebook for Daily Adventure Tales was a dry desert of participation for the most part, even though sometimes my friends would come by and like something. And my husband was always good to like something. And kind of the same for a Compulsive Overeating Diary. I'd put the episodes up or put some things down or, or try to put something cool on there but I basically kind of ignored it and thought oh well you know not my big deal I spend to be honest much more time hanging out on my own website compulsiveovereatingdiary.com and answering email Facebook was kind of an afterthought but I found it a really simple way in the morning to get up and just kind of post a status of what's going on just for fun, I thought, what the heck, I might as well, I'll post the status of whatever's up with me and whatever's going to impact the show, and we'll see what happened. And I started getting a few likes that way, and I started to get a comment now and again, and, and you know, I thought that was pretty cool. But the last week or so, the companions have really been coming up there and making it very interesting for me. So here's an example. Yesterday, my Facebook, my Facebook status post Hmm, I had a really super fun and challenging day today trying to record episode 48, and it remains to be seen how I can edit it to make sense of my weird day. As much as the day didn't go as expected, on the other hand, I didn't freak and went with the flow, so that is a major victory and no robot aliens in sight. Headed down into editing now. So if you've listened to yesterday's podcast, day 48, you know I had kind of a weird day where nothing went exactly as I planned it. And when I came home, it was a little bit challenging to edit it into some semblance of something that made sense. But it was kind of a fun challenge, and I actually really enjoy episode 48. So I want to tell you some of the responses. Michelle McKinney says, oh, can't wait. It's going to be great. So that made me feel better. Michelle thinks it's going to be a great episode because it was so squirrely, right? Anne says, good for you. I can't wait to hear it. So Anne also says she can't. Sue says, this will be another interesting podcast. Looking forward to hearing it. Wow. Here I'm posting, I don't know how this is going to go, and I got three folks in a row saying they can't wait to hear it. Really encouraging. Then Stephanie herself says, I'm so sorry for my part in that. I hope it goes well from here. Well, Stephanie, as I said on Facebook, it was not your fault in any way. It was just one of those technological snafus that happened. And I tell you, I've been in technology as part of my career for a really, really, really long time. And I have never, ever, ever launched a technical project that didn't have some kind of snafu involved in it. This was no exception, but I'm pretty confident that we are going to push through it today and all will be great. But I appreciate, Stephanie, that you stopped by to, to touch base with me. And what I said is, 
no worries. It was an interesting lesson. I just used a little bit of your test so folks could see what we are trying to do and took it from there. Then Marie sounds, uh, sorry, Marie said, that sounds like a great day. Me to Marie. Yep, I did have a great day, and that is a true victory for me. In the past, I might have let my day feel ruined by snafus, and nothing fazed me today. Amazing. Marie says, I would need some of what you got. I was not as relaxed about plans I was not aware about today. Going with the flow when things are disorganized is not easy for me. Feeling tired and just started unclenching my jaw. My anal brain can be trouble sometimes. And I won't go on with my exact answer to Marie other than to say, me too, girlfriend. I've got the anal controlling perfectionistic brain from heck that the robot aliens just love to beam down into and try to distract me from it because I really will turn every single little bump and in the road into a disaster if I have half a mind. And I will also spend a great deal of my life energy trying to look ahead, plan ahead, make tests, you know, find three routes in the car in case I get lost, put extra batteries, two sets of extra batteries in my bag in case the recorder runs out, you know, that kind of thing. I take being prepared to the extreme, and guess what? Surprises still happen. Stuff happens. Normally I would say it not quite as politely as stuff, but stuff happens no matter how prepared you are. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be prepared, you know, because I think some of that is just sensible. Like today when I came to this new Zen spot, my husband would have no idea where I was. If my back was to go out and I didn't come home on time when he would expect me, he would not know where to go find me. Now, most likely everything's going to be fine. But to be prepared, I texted him, as I said, a photo of where I am and gave him exact directions where he could find me at an exact time when to expect me at home. So my back may go out, might not go out. If I'm too long just chatting, my poor husband might come down here looking for me all worried. I'll try not to let that happen. But prepared is one thing. Letting stuff floor you is another. So... Stephanie, well, I'm sorry we didn't have our grand opening on last podcast. I'm very excited that we're going to have it now. So I'm going to stop and go look at my phone and find that file. So stay tuned. Okay, it's time for our feature. We're going to launch Stephanie's secret topic. I want to say, like I said yesterday, my husband Mark and I had a lot lot of fun making the introduction to it. So what's going to happen is you're going to hear our introduction, then you're going to hear Stephanie's question that I'm hearing for the very first time, and then you'll hear whatever I have to say about Stephanie's secret topic. In a world where robot aliens beam down to silence truth with sneaky weapons... Lori and her ragtag band of brave companions seek training to overcome robot aliens' stealth attack. A new voice of hope shines bright in the Zen place. Introducing Stephanie's secret topic of the day. 
Bonjour Laurie, bonjour les braves compagnons, ici Stéphanie du Québec-Canada. So, here it goes Laurie, um, our first freestyling topic, just waiting to unveil your thoughts and feelings about a given um, subject. So the first thing I wanted to uh, hear you about was, you know, you've talked about a lot of us as being people pleasers and I totally agree with that and also uh, you talked about us as being um, having an issue with control and I I totally find myself in that but I want to tease your mind on another possibility another uh, character trait I would guess you would call it um, and that's passion because I think that one thing we all have in common is that we We feel very deeply and in an intense way. So, um, and obviously that has served us well in the past because, you know, we're very passionate people. We have a lot of drive. We get very involved in projects um, and in, even sometimes get a little overzealous about it. And I was wondering what you thought about that um, compulsive mind Uh, is also a passionate mind and whether it's for food for a project for a hobby uh, for buying uh, all of the collection of NES CDs um, I don't know I'm just wondering if that's also part of our personality so can't wait to hear your thoughts on this Wow, Stephanie, that is really cool idea. I am just loving this feature so far. Passion. You know, I've never really thought about how passion is part of the compulsive crazy mind. Well, I shouldn't really call it crazy, but that set of attributes that make us the people that we are. And my first thought is, you are right. That is absolutely right. And I think it's part of the all or nothing thinking too. Like, Just think about it when you first fall in love with a person, right? You first fall in love with a person and all of those pleasure centers in your brain, you just see them smile at you and you're happy. You want to be with them 24-7. You want to text them if you're a young person. You want to call them. You think about them. You want to be with them. Everything they do is great. And it feels 100% wonderful, like heaven on earth came down and filled you with happiness and delight. And then as time goes on, you start becoming aware of some of the things about the person you fell in love with that makes them a regular human being, i.e. the flaws, okay? The feet of clay start showing. And for some of us, that, that really is disappointing because part of my own compulsive journey anyway is I like to assume that everything is wonderful. And sometimes in the past, I've thought about people as all or nothing too. I totally love you or I'm really don't like you at all. And I will flip-flop about that. Now not to your face, right? It's my roller coaster feeling, the same all or nothing like I'm doing well, I'm doing terrible. I see that in my reaction to people and how they behave in the past, which is one of the issues that I've had, you know, maintaining relationships. Pretty hard for you to be Lori's friend if you're never sure if you're going to get the happy, loving Lori that you guys are kind of used to seeing in these shows, or the critical bitch Lori, which I don't show too much on this show. And actually, since I've been doing this show, I haven't been that critical bitch nearly as much since I've been more aware of my own issues. 
but I think that extends also into my projects. Take Daily Adventure Tales, my first podcast. I threw my heart, my soul, a ton of money and everything that I could think of into making Daily Adventure Tales a huge success. It was like obsessing me. Every piece of my life was all about what are the interviews going to be? How can I learn to be a better podcaster? How can I make my sound quality better? How can I get people to participate? How can I do this? I was looking all the time, almost every hour, at the download statistics because I was obsessed with it. I totally wanted that thing to work. I was convinced that it was a good idea. I still think it's a good idea. But it kind of took over my entire life because of my love for the speaking. As I've shared with you many times, I'm also passionate. I love to speak. I love to teach. I love to coach people. And I really kind of fell into the deep hole of how Daily Adventure Tales is doing is going to impact how I, Lori, feel about myself. And part of that was my falling in love with it, just like you fall in love with a person. I fell in love with Daily Adventure Tales. So I felt as disappointed in Daily Adventure Tales not doing what I wanted it to do as I would if the person I fell in love with told me that they were breaking up with me. <laughs> that, you know, guess what? Now that I know you better, Lori, and this has happened many, many times as to other people too, but that's kind of how I felt. And I think it's also a little bit of the crux of my pathetic feelings around compulsive overeating diary, but not quite. One reason that I did compulsive overeating diary and why it's different from daily adventure tales is I'm really not trying as hard to make it a success. I mean, I still try to give you guys good audio quality. I try to, you know, comment back to you because I do appreciate the time and the value that it is to me to have you guys comment on these topics, both for each other to get knowledge and for me to get knowledge from you. I really appreciate it. And one reason I do is because I went through the Daily Adventure Tales experience where I really put my whole heart, soul, and every ounce of energy to the detriment of my family with Mark and maybe to some of my friendships. I was so busy doing Daily Adventure Tales, you know, really doing it all. I was like the workaholic, passionate workaholic on that one. This one I did in order to fulfill a need within my own heart, if that makes sense. I wasn't trying to prove to you brave companions because I didn't even know that I had brave companions. I didn't even know there would be brave companions. I did this for me to become more in touch with what I was thinking and feeling and to see if it would help me with my own food issues. And I learned a passion that is kind of more like my married passion. Okay, Mark and I have been married for 20 years and there's times when he delights me. The smile on his face delights me. There's times when I give him the great big frowny face because I am not pleased with some of the behaviors that are going on. And sometimes it's my doing and sometimes it's his doing and sometimes it's just the life that we traveled on this 20 years together. And the passion is more steady. It isn't as all or nothing. It isn't so up and down. I don't think because Mark does something that I don't like in particular that I don't love him. 
I know that I do love him and I know that he loves me. And I think the passion that I feel for compulsive overeating diary is also a little more steady. Despite the fact that I get the little pathetic feelings and I share that as part of my show is to share everything that I'm feeling as accurately as I can the day that I'm feeling it. And also I must say I'm a little bit have a buoyancy around me because you guys have participated. You have been writing to me. You have let me know that this is valuable to you too. So that also is kind of like the person you're interested in is interested in you back. But it's more than that. You know, just because yesterday's podcast didn't go as I would like, I didn't feel devastated as a person. Whereas some of the episodes of Daily Adventure Tales, when they didn't go as I would like, in particular when I, en- when I interviewed Cliff Ravenscraft, I think that was like maybe the next to last or two from the last episodes, Cliff Ravenscraft is a very, very successful and important podcaster. And I totally dicked that up. I interviewed him and didn't turn on my mic and didn't know it. And the whole story of how that happened is actually a rather good one on Daily Adventure Tales. But I felt more than, oops, this was you know a tragic accident given my podcasting career and his availability and all of this. I felt literally like the lowest worm of the worm, totally embarrassed. That whole like the dream where you're in your underwear in front of people, like you are really, really bad. And I have to say with this one, I've never actually felt that feeling. I've always felt that you guys are going to understand it, whether I'm doing fantastically well or not. And so, I feel safe to to show my passion to you. I feel safe to have this passion because just like Mark and I went down to our anniversary trip at Disneyland and I just said to you guys, you know, my anniversary is my priority. I'm not gonna be around to answer your comments. I will come back and record, but there's gonna be a gap. I didn't take my recorder with me and Think about it. I didn't really think about the podcast at all when I was focusing on my anniversary. And in Daily Adventure Tales, that really wasn't true. I took my recorder with me absolutely everywhere in every occasion in case that I could get an interview. So I think my Daily Adventure Tales podcasting was closer to my compulsive overeating experience and my obsessiveness or maybe closer to like a dieting experience and being obsessed with what you're going to eat and how many calories are going to be there and and what's going on with your day and just letting that consume your mind. And that's another danger of dieting is that it can consume your mind to the place where people are no longer what's important. Relationships aren't important. What you're doing in the rest of your life, whether it's cleaning your home and making the home nice for yourself or visiting your neighbors or playing with your kids can be pushed out because your mind is churning continually on how many calories you're having or what you're going to eat. And I hope this has answered your topic about about passion, Stephanie. I have to say that I love your idea and this is really igniting some creativity of me that I appreciate. And I look forward to hearing what the brave companions say about 
Stephanie's secret topic of the day. to wrap up our show all about surprises and is it something to celebrate or is it a disaster for you yesterday when I was trying to work with Stephanie to do that cool new feature it didn't turn out the way I would like and I'm glad it wasn't a disaster today I feel like it turned out wonderfully well I was surprised pleased and happy I can't really say I was surprised because Stephanie you're an awesome lady and I think your feature idea is stellar Today I was surprised by finding a new place to podcast, and that turned out cool. The first couple of places I tried in this park, one of them was sort of in the back part of the park, further away from where people might see me. And I thought this would be cool in private, but I began to be a little bit uneasy. And then I looked down to the rock by my feet and saw some people had left their cigarettes there, I guess, to smoke either because they're kids who are sneaking cigarettes or because they're runners who are having cigarettes after running. I don't know, but something about that spot made me uneasy. So that was kind of a surprise that says, no, your intuition says do something different. So I had a couple different places around the park today that I tried out to see, would this be a good podcast place, a good Zen place where I could feel comfortable and free to be myself and yet still be kind of where people could see me or hear me in case something went awry. And I was able to find that. So that was a surprise that was a good way. And Stephanie's topic about passion that triggered my all or nothing thinking makes me think that how we treat surprise is part of that. If we see surprises as being all good, you know, celebration things or all bad, these are things that are not in my control and is causing me anxiety, we're not going to feel balanced and surprises are going to be able to knock us off our feet, head us to the chips, and we're going to call in the robot aliens. So you guys head on over to Day 49, Facebook, Spark People Team, Twitter. You can tweet me at Adventure Lori and let me know your thoughts on it and let me know how much you like Stephanie's topic because I really enjoyed it. Until next time, brave companions, take good care, because I really care. I'm a slave without a master, heading for disaster, kicking up the dust in the middle of the road. I've been waiting on a free ride, ticket to a seaside thicket on the edge of Puget Sound. Bye.